All right. So uh, education gap, wealth gap, income gap, uh, a big thing uh, for us in our uh, community uh, right now. Um, And, you know, with COVID-19, I know a lot of people are out of work. You got to pursue now uh, your entrepreneurial endeavors, make uh, make money from home, um, get adjusted to uh, investing. Um, and, you know, it's time really to begin to use the gifts and the talents and the skills uh, that God has blessed you with. I want to say thank you uh, for uh, allowing uh, that treasure that was trapped in an earthen vessel uh, to begin to shine forth uh, so that we can share in it um, in this world. Uh, God gave us this beautiful canvas um, and he put something special inside of you uh, so that uh, you could share it. Um, And so. Right now, I want to just uh, drop um, some tools for you to use um, as you uh, move forward uh, with your endeavors, whether it's uh, inventing a product, writing a book, uh, you know, creating content, um, e-commerce, um you know, a, a wide variety of, of opportunities that are out there that you may be taking advantage of uh, to, uh, you know, build the income that your family needs and ultimately build uh, the wealth that you're going to need to be able to pass on from generation to generation. Um, you are a, a, a hero, Um for your family name, um, I want to thank you again and 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 say congratulations um, on just taking that step uh, forward. Uh, and so this will be real simple, easy to implement. I, I just simply want to want to go over uh, today. We're going to talk about copyrights. Um, so if I I want to give you um, just a little insight on uh, what you should, you know, consider when uh, the, the topic of copyrights uh, comes up um, in your business. Uh, so to start this out, let's see. Um, you need to learn as much as you can um, about IP, uh, which is intellectual property um, and the rights uh, of intellectual property. Um, intellectual property includes uh, patents, trademarks, Trade secrets, 
You need to know what intellectual property is um, and learn as much about intellectual property uh, as possible. Um, Again, patents, trademarks, trade secrets, uh, your copyrights. Um, Whenever you are getting ready uh, to protect your intellectual property um, or to protect uh, your creation, be it music, books, inventions, etc. A few objectives uh, that you should uh, have is going to be for you to determine Um, whether your license whenever you license out this property is going to be uh, for others to use the works that you've created in their business Are they going to use your content? Are they going to publish and distribute your content or your works, your property uh, to others? Are they going to... um, sort of work as a middleman and actually almost like what an agent, what a licensing agent would do, actually uh, take your work um, and actually go and create sub-licensing for for others to distribute to the end user. So sort of syndicate or distribute uh, the license work to others for further publication and distribution. Are they going to adapt a work uh, to a new medium? For example, a film adaptation of a book. Or products based on a copyrighted character. So are they going to use what you have and sort of modify it uh, to build something of their own? Are you going to allow that licensee a limited use of a of your work um, in another creative work, for example, uh, an article, 
in a compilation or using a copyrighted work as a prop in a television program. So is there a limited use for it? Not that they're going to, so that I can distinguish uh, for you, not that they're going to take it and turn what's a book into a film, uh, but, you know, they're, they're just going to feature uh, your, 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 your art or something in a movie, uh, in a music video, um, or even in their book or, or what have you. Uh, so they have a limited use purpose for it. Or are they going to um, advertise or promote uh, your property? So that's something that you you should uh, consider. As far as licensing, uh, when it comes to uh, your intellectual property. Okay. Uh, next, you want to uh, make sure um, that you do your due diligence uh, to make sure that... Um, The rights are, in fact, uh, identified as to who the owners are. Um, So, for example, if, you know, there's a, a joint work. Uh, so, you know, you, you got out there and uh, created a music track uh, with someone. Um, and, you know, that joint work is jointly owned anytime there isn't a, a written agreement. Uh, that states otherwise. And you have to keep in mind that that other party doesn't need permission from you uh, to use that work, to license that work out to be distributed, etc., And whenever that person uh, does do that, um, you know, they have every right to um, engage in commerce with that product uh, as you do. However, 
when that happens, if that happens, um, you need to understand that they only you know, have the control over their interests in the product. So if they go and grant an exclusive license to Universal Records or studios or what have you, that doesn't mean that you're locked in in that fashion. Um, those who would like to participate in the selling and distribution of what you have co-created would have to also get in contact with you and get an an agreement done to make sure uh, that you're covered as well. Um, Or, you know, if if you, you don't agree with the deal in front of you, then you... You own a part of that. So, you know, it it could cause some legal friction between you uh, and those buyers. You know, you can negotiate for what you want. And, and you you know, you have control over your, your ownership in that. So, you know, when you start dealing with uh, copyrights and intellectual property, it, it's important for you uh, to make sure you are using uh, contractual uh, protocol and you have agreements in place. And this is something uh, that the consultation firm Whitehurst and Co. Um, can help out with. One of the ways uh, that we're working on helping is, you know, through the Smart Church podcast, making sure that you have access to some of this uh, valuable information. So you could be on any side of this, of a deal like this. Um, We've got to really sharpen our skills when it comes to content creation. uh, Because we don't want anti-competitive companies like Facebook reaping all of the benefits and rewards of the talents that God has given us. Um, although their platforms do come in, in some form of use, you know, some, some good form of use for us. We need to be reinvesting in ourselves, reinvesting in our talent, reinvesting in our uh, communities, reinvesting in our churches, reinvesting in our uh, students, our children, the generations that are coming behind us. 
So you can be on either end. You can be purchasing content um, or purchasing uh, licensing or copyrights to con to uh, you know property, intellectual property or content that someone has created, or you could be selling it. You could be distributing it. You may be an agent, you know, at some point or something. You may be in the middle of of a deal like this. Um, So ensuring that the licensor, the person who's uh, attempting to monetize that intellectual property and, and their rights, being sure that they have the sufficient rights of um and, and ownership in order to do what they intend on doing is super important. You've got to ensure that the licensor has sufficient rights to grant the intended license. Either because it owns the copyright in the works and has not granted a conflicting license or otherwise encumbered its rights in a manner that would restrict it from granting the intended license or otherwise has rights that are broad enough to grant sub licenses for the licensee's intended use. So, so making sure uh, that those rights are there. Um, that you need to know what other kind of license deals they have in place. If they have any in place, you need to pay attention to uh, if joint if there are joint creators involved. For a sub-license of third-party works, you need to review relevant license agreements so that you can ensure the licensor has the right to grant the sub-license. You can determine whether there are specific terms the license must include. And you can identify uh, any related obligations the license imposes, uh, such as you know, if you're watching a movie. And that movie is coming on or going off. There are um, attributions happening. Credits going up. Who played who? Who created this? Who's responsible for for this, this soundtrack or this graphic? Some licenses may require 
that that attribution happens. You need to look over the contracts and the agreements and and uh, inquire as to any other rights that that third party may have, including trademarks. Rights of publicity. There are different graphics and different people that are involved in the content. You need to know. Do they have sufficient rights to use the graphics? And the likeness of those of the people that you see. Identify any rights the licensee must secure directly from third parties. This is very important. If the license involves the licensee's public performance of a musical work, the licensee may need to secure its own public performance license. The licensee may need to secure additional rights If the work incorporates or is based on third party intellectual property. And the licensee planned use is outside the scope of the license granted by the third party to the licensor. So it's important for all sides to know and understand what are you going to be using uh, this intellectual property for? Situation where you you get the license let's 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 make it real simple and plain uh you license uh through uh Whitehurst and Co uh the music of a, a hip hop artist out of Alabama or somewhere else in the world um, for your internet radio station. Cool. But that doesn't mean that that license covers uh, 
you actually uh, putting that music on a loudspeaker at an event, even if you're streaming through to the Internet radio station, that's public performance. So that's a that's going to require um, a whole nother license that you may need uh, to acquire. So again, if the license involves the licensee's public performance of a musical work, the licensee may need to secure its own public performance license, or the licensee may need to secure additional rights if the work incorporates or is based on third-party intellectual property and the licensee's planned use is outside the scope of the license granted by the third party to the licensor. If you're not going directly to that creator and getting, you know, an all-inclusive license and, and, and it still needs to be specified, it's important for you to know what types of license deals there are. But if you're going through an agent, third party, what have you, this is what you need to know. You need to know the scope of use. And I'm going to be doing some more. uh, I'm going to communicate with you some more um, on... um, You know, in detail, making sure that you know what you need to do to clear yourself and to make sure uh, that Whoever the licensor is, be it a third party or directly, you know, specific steps on on in what you need to do and what you need to be asking to do the proper due diligence in in that clearance process. You end up in court. You need to be able to defend yourself. And show that you did go through a respected process to make sure that the the intellectual property rights uh, belong to or an ownership of that party. People can conceal stuff from you. And there's a word in in a legal term for that. It's called fraud. Uh, but it has nothing to do with did you take the proper steps in, in the process? See, this is why 
having these conversations and making sure that we sharpen our skills and our business acumen is so important. We are out here, you know, a lot of us just taking a shot in the dark. And, you know, there's no problem with that. I'm a man of faith. I preach faith, teach faith. Dr. King said that, you know, taking that first step when when you don't see the staircase, that's faith. So so no problem with that. But God didn't tell us to be ignorant. You need uh, a mentor, a coach, uh, a business advisor, a consultation firm, um, someone or a legal professional. Someone who can help you navigate the minefield of the particular uh, business and industry or commercial transactions uh, that you are undertaking. ever so important there's a whole lot that you won't know that you don't know until you know and then you'll know that you don't know everything is not face value everything is not as simple and easy as it seems um God bless those who are able to get there, you know, without that training. But if you could have it, 250 bucks a month, um, you're not actually... Hiring a full legal team of intellectual property lawyers. There are professionals out here. In this space. And we don't just deal with intellectual property. Pretty much any business subject. Uh, we have partnerships with some of the leading legal minds uh, out here uh, from Harvard and other Ivy League schools uh, that partner with us and work as our consultants and do research. We want to help you. So thanks for tuning in.